Here First is sponsored by UCS Healthcare, offering compassionate healthcare for all. Learn more about their services, including statewide access to medication-assisted treatment for alcohol and opioid use disorders at ucsonline.org. Today is Monday. It is the 15th of January. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. Schools, churches, American Legion posts, and even a bank and an insurance agency are among the places where precinct meetings will be held for tonight's Iowa caucuses. 28 counties will have just one so-called super site for caucus night. Wapalo County Republicans will gather at Ottumwa High School. Trudy Cavanus is the county GOP chair. We have done this because when, when I first started doing caucuses, which has been about 25 years ago, we only had about 700 people that attended. In 2016, we had 1,800 people. Kavanaugh says it could be difficult for some rural residents to make it to Ottumwa, but she says given the number of phone calls she's getting, the wind chill might not dampen turnout. Well, the blizzard warning across Iowa is over, but the bitter cold goes on with wind chill warnings in effect until midday tomorrow. IPR's Sheila Brummer has more on the weather's possible effect on tonight's caucuses. Communications Director for the Republican Party of Iowa, Kush Desai, says the weather is obviously a concern as people head out to caucus tonight, but he didn't seem overly worried. Iowans are Midwesterners. We're used to the winters. We've had caucuses for uh, half a century now, through snow, through rain, through freezing temperatures. And those temperatures will be cold, with the National Weather Service predicting sub-zero weather and wind chills as low as 45 below, likely making for the coldest caucus night on record. Desai advised caucus goers to give themselves enough time to make it to precinct sites safely. Everyone must be in place by 7 to make their choice count tonight. Iowa Democrats are not caucusing to choose a presidential nominee tonight. Beginning this year, they will fill out presidential preference cards and mail them in. Iowa Democratic Party Chair Rita Hart says it's a new era after in-person caucus night calculation problems of the past. For the first time, a firefighter or a police officer working a third shift, or a parent who may not have childcare, or a snowbird who is spending the month in Arizona or Florida, and those in our disability community who struggle with home health care can now make sure that their voices are heard. The National Democratic Party knocked Iowa out of its first-in-the-nation nominating slot last year. Iowa Democrats can continue to request a preference card through the party's website or by mail through February 19th. Results will be announced on March 5th, Super Tuesday. A second person has died in connection with a shooting at Perry High School on January 4th. The daughter of Principal Dan Marburger posted on a GoFundMe page that her father had died yesterday morning. She wrote, he fought hard and gave us 10 days we'll treasure forever. Marburger had reportedly approached the 17-year-old gunman and spoken to him, giving students more time to flee the cafeteria. He was shot multiple times. Governor Kim Reynolds issued a statement yesterday saying Marburger will forever be remembered for his selfless and heroic actions. She has ordered flags in the state to be flown at half-staff until sunset on the day of Marburger's funeral and internment. Agriculture groups say they are eager for Congress to finalize the Farm Bill, which was up for renewal last year. It'll expire in September after a one-year extension. Brent Johnson heads the Iowa Farm Bureau. He says it'll be tough to pass the bill during an election year, so he's pushing lawmakers to get it done sooner rather than later. The Farm Bill is really one of those legislative pieces that truly touches almost every 
family in the country. It's, it's imperative for farmers, but it's important for everybody. Jonathan estimates the cost of the Farm Bill will exceed more than a trillion dollars, with more than 80 percent of it going toward food programs. The rest of the funding helps farmers with subsidies, crop insurance, trade, and conservation programs. Wind chill warnings remain in effect throughout nearly all of Iowa through noon tomorrow. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Tonight is caucus night in Iowa. It's the first time in the 2024 presidential campaign that Republican voters will have their say on who their party's nominee should be. Former President Donald Trump holds a commanding lead over Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, with Haley and DeSantis fighting it out in what could be a close race for second place in Iowa. All three candidates have been making their final arguments and rallying supporters to turn out over the last few days. We hear first from IPR's Grant Gerlach, who attended a DeSantis campaign event Thursday in the Des Moines suburb of Clive. Before the doors opened for a Ron DeSantis rally at a strip mall event hall, there was already a line of people waiting to get in. I went there to ask Iowa voters about the caucuses, but political tourism is alive and well. I met a college class from Cincinnati, then a couple from Michigan. I'm with Iowa Public Radio. Can I ask you about who you're planning to caucus for? Well, we're actually from Tennessee. We oh, gosh. Are there any Iowans? <laughs> I finally met Amy and Lance Hemphill of Urbandale, who are undecided on a candidate. They came to hear more specifics from DeSantis, especially on education, which Amy said is one of her top priorities. Those are our future, you know. So if you're not going to put your investment into your kids and get them a good, solid education, then what are we doing? Good evening. Are you staying warm? Inside the event hall, DeSantis channeled her concerns, recalling a fight with Disney over Florida's law, similar to Iowa's, banning instruction about sexual orientation and gender identity. I don't care if you're the most powerful company or not. Uh, If we can't stand up for the well-being of our kids, what are we even doing here? An endorsement from Governor Kim Reynolds never delivered front-runner status over former President Donald Trump. But DeSantis says a campaign with him as the nominee will be about conservative issues. With Trump at the top of the ticket, it'll be about Trump. If he's the nominee, the whole election is going to be about legal issues, criminal trials, maybe criminal convictions by then. He says that would give Democrats the advantage. And the whole election is going to be about those issues and not your issues. After the rally, Tim Gorey of Cummings said he's supporting DeSantis because he agrees Trump would be weighed down by four criminal indictments. But I would like to see the country move past that, and I would rather have eight years of Ron than four years of Trump. Gorey says he'll support Trump if he's on the ballot in November, but he's hoping the Iowa caucuses give DeSantis momentum to make a run for the nomination. I'm Grant Gerlach and Clive. This is Zachary Oren-Smith. It was a cold night Thursday, but that didn't stop Nikki Haley's supporters who were eagerly awaiting her at the Olympic Theater in Cedar Rapids. The guy putting Nikki Haley signs out front isn't from around here, but he used to be. Vincott Eliswarapu and his wife Usha met in Iowa City in the late 80s as PhD students at the University of Iowa. They now live in Virginia Beach, but they're back in town volunteering for Haley's campaign. They like that she's young, and they like that she's not Trump. 
Usha Eliswarapu. I don't want more fighting and, you know, uh, uh, just for the sake of fighting. Usha Eliswarapu was front and center behind Haley as the former UN ambassador pitched a room of 100 Iowans. And the only way we get out of this is if we elect a new conservative leader to carry us forward and leave the negativity and baggage behind and focus on the solutions of the future. And you can't do that with either Biden or Trump. Telling the crowd that she locked down the border, defund sanctuary cities, and keep transgender kids out of girls' sports drew big applause. Don't complain about what happens in a general election if you don't play in this caucus. It matters. Haley has said in debates she'd sign an abortion ban Congress sends her. She's also talked about abortion as a sensitive issue for voters and a losing one for Republicans. Audrey Kleppe of Cedar Rapids says this appealed to her. She had talked about abortion. She seems like she's a little bit lenient more than some of the others. Um, I think there's a little bit exception to the rules on it. Mike Keebler of Cedar Falls has been following Haley since she called fellow candidate Vivek Ramaswamy scum for going after her child in a November debate. After seeing her speak, Keebler is all in for Haley. But he has no illusions. Trump is ahead. A recent Suffolk University poll had him ahead of Haley by 34 points. But for Keebler, second is a victory. So I think second place is going to be huge. I'm Zachary Oren-Smith in Cedar Rapids. This is Katerina Sestaric. Former President Donald Trump was in Indianola yesterday for a campaign rally where he urged his supporters to turn out and caucus for him tonight. You can't sit home. If you're sick as a dog, you say, darling, I gotta make it. Even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it, remember? He says the recent blizzard and dangerously low temperatures had zero effect on people attending his rally, where some waited outside in the freezing cold to see him. So brave the weather and go out and save America, because that's what you're doing. This is really about saving our country. Trump had a nearly 30-point lead in the latest Iowa poll as he continues to face 91 criminal charges, some related to his attempts to overturn the 2020 election. He keeps telling his supporters without evidence that the Justice Department is targeting him to interfere in this election. Trump says voters should choose him because he'd beat President Joe Biden, even though Trump lost to him in 2020. The Washington swamp has done everything in its power to take away your voice, but tomorrow is your time to turn on them and to say and speak your mind and to vote. And we're going to take this country back. We're going to make it greater than ever before. He says he'll crack down on people crossing the southern border, make his tax cuts permanent, and investigate the prosecutors who are investigating him. Trump accused Nikki Haley of being beholden to big donors, and he called Ron DeSantis and Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds disloyal. One of his former opponents in the presidential race, North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum, came on stage and endorsed Trump. And tomorrow when you caucus, you have an opportunity to send a message to the nation and send a message to the world that Donald J. Trump will make America great again. Thank you very much, Iowa. The Iowa caucuses begin at 7 o'clock tonight. I'm Katerina Sestarek, IPR News. And that's here first from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. Have a great day.